This is WNXS News with your anchors, Kit Harding, Jake E, ISO on Esports, and Diz on Product Forecast. Welcome to WNXS News, your nexus for magic news. I'm Jank E. And I'm Kit Harding. Thank you for joining us. Our top story today. A new car type will be coming in Phyrexia. All will be one. Fairy's land. That's a color, Kit. This is a type. We haven't seen a new super type since Planeswalkers, so people are very excited about it. Yet we know nothing about it. We do know that it's called Battle. It all started with the card from Phyrexia All Will Be One. Atraxa Grand Unifier. Which looks like an absolute monster of a card if you get it onto the battlefields, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. It has an ability that cares about card types. And it gives a list of card types, echoing through time and space to tell you what it needs. Mostly time, and one of the card types listed is, in fact, Battle. Incidentally, Tribal is not listed. However, Mark Rosewater was able to confirm that Tribal is still a card type after confirming that Battle is the new card type. The reason that it's not listed is because Tribal is not really a supported card type with the game right now, so they didn't feel the need to actually list it. Alas, Tribal was not the Mana Vortex's meal for the day. Kit, you only play limited. You've never even used a card that's tribal type. I know people have opinions about it, though. Speaking of opinions, we're going to move on to more information about Phyrexia All Will Be One and head over to Diz for more information. Diz? On the horizon now is Phyrexia All Will Be One. Let's start with mechanics. What would a Phyrexia set be without poison counters? Poison is all over the set, starting with a new keyword ability, Toxic. When a creature with Toxic deals damage to a player, in addition to the normal damage, they get poison counters equal to the Toxic value. So a creature with Toxic 5 will give 5 poison counters in addition to regular damage. We've seen Poison by itself before. But this is Phyresia, where Poison runs the show, so we've also gained a new ability keyword, Corrupted. Cards that have Corrupted have a special effect if your opponent has three or more poison counters. This is an ability word, not a keyword, so it could be anything. On the other side, we have four Mirrodin. Equipment with this ability will create a 2-2 rebel creature token and automatically attach to it. This is an effect we've seen before, but on the Phyresian side with Living Weapon. The Mirrodins must have figured out how to copy it! <clears throat> uh, yes, Kit, That that's exactly... What happened? Who's to say? We're also seeing some new types of counters. Oil counters, which are similar to every other set specific counter. They don't do anything, but other cards do things based on how many oil counters you have. Oh no, it's energy all over again. Except energy is good, and oil is evil. Um, would you like to elaborate on evil? Yes, the Phyrexians broke through into our plane and spread their oil a long time ago. Haven't you ever wondered why fossil fuel companies are evil? I've always assumed it was simply late-stage capitalism. Well, that too. 
but mostly that it was that they were started by Phyrexians. Climate changes them, starting on transforming our plane like Yogmoth did to the original Phyrexia. <clears throat> Getting back on track, are there any more mechanics in this set? Proliferate is making a comeback. In a set with so many counters, this is sure to make play patterns interesting. Collector boosters will have foils, special art, cards written in Thyresian, borderless cards, and manga-style cards. And as ever, cards from the list. And now, back to you. Thanks, Diz. So, show of hands, how many people understand the list by now? Uh, one problem with that, Kit, this is an audio-only format, so they can't see us, nor can we see them if they raise their hands. Secondly, there's only four of us actually here on the podcast. I still think it's a secret plot by Watsy. Yes, but you think everything is a secret plot by Watsy. No, usually it's the mono vortex. That's that's not a better guess, Kit. That actually takes us right up to our first break, and when we come back, an update to the alleged leaks in booster packs, unionization attempts, and more. <laughs> Y'all, let me tell you something. I know what you need. I know what you want, what you need, and what you want, and what you want, and what you need. And you need and want a good old-fashioned hunt with some good old-fashioned hunt beasts. And I'm here to tell you the hunter's maze down here on New Phyrexia with just a few spheres down from the main level. Now, come on down here and boy, let's get y'all set up with all these great beasts. And, you know, you just gotta watch out in case they may stab you, turn you into a Phyrexian yourself, and then you can just join the maze full-time. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, let me tell you. And yes, ma'am, and yes, then. Let me tell you what. All you got to do is come on down, planes walk in. You might not land where you want to go because, you know, there, there's that barrier up nowadays, but you never know. But anyway, come on down, and I'm gonna tell you, it's just a good old time. Welcome back. Anyway, while on the subject of Phyrexia, Wizards has finally acknowledged the presence of Phyrexia cards in the Dominaria remastered boxes. Acknowledge it was all they did, though. Notice that they didn't confirm either way whether it was a marketing ploy or an accident. Just said it was on brand for Phyrexia. Logic would suggest that it's an accident. After all, there were a lot of people who were supposed to have preview cards that ended up being leaked through the Dominaria boxes. And you say Phyrexia isn't trying to invade our plane. I mean, if it is, customer support is apparently the cure to completion, especially since they did say anyone who isn't happy with their Dominaria remastered boosters due to the Phyrexian cards is more than welcome to contact customer support. See, I knew it was a conspiracy. Watsy customer support is run by Urza. That would explain a lot. It's not paranoia if they really are out to get you. Speaking of out to get you, our next story. TCG players' worker base is out to get unionized. They had previously attempted to unionize in March 2020, but the petition was withdrawn just days before the vote. Now they're trying again, this time with the Communications Workers of America. The union, should it be approved, will cover more than 280 workers in non-management positions. If this goes through, it will be the first ever union at an eBay-owned company. 
We here at WNXS News believe in organized labor, and we wish them well in their unionization effort. We hope to be reporting on success in the near future. Up next, we head over to ISO to talk about competitions on the horizon, as well as one that just wrapped up. There's a lot going on in high-level magic right now. Legacy Magic Showdown Trista held the Bowden Grand Open Qualifier on the 13th. With 30k in prizes and 32 regional championship invites at stake, this was a major draw. Around 400 players started in round 1 for 15 rounds of Swiss plus elimination rounds. The most played deck was Is It Merktide with 16.5% of the field. Zorius Hammer was a distant second at 9.6% and the rest of the field was a solid mix of decks to the point where every deck in the top 8 was unique. The date was extremely competitive, with tiebreakers coming into play for the top 8. Our condolences to Vito Tomasiccio, who went 11-3-1 and came in 9th. The champion of the event was Stefan Steiner, triumphing over Mikaleb to earn an invitation to Athens, where Pro Tour and World Championship invitations will be among the prizes. Over that same weekend was the NRG Series Championship, a mixed-format tournament serving as the culmination of the NRG season. Finals feature Raja Solomon against Jesse Robkin. Solomon took the title. Meanwhile, at the SCGCon Modern Tournament, David Nunes took the 20k main event prize with an Is It Prowess deck. The 5k event was won by Adam Snook with a Rakdos midrange deck. Coming up, SCGCon will be returning to Indianapolis from February 3rd through 5th, so get your classic constructed decks ready. If you can't make it to Indianapolis, there's sure to be a Phyresia All Will Be One pre-release near you. Farther afield, it's a little less than a month until MagicCon Philadelphia and the first paper pro tour in years. It looks like a great season. And now, back to you. Thank you, ISO. And that takes us right up to our second break. When we come back, a new news bruise, some new community news. Hello there, friend. Do you find that your pearly whites are not large enough for your taste? Do you need to show the whole world your good dental hygiene? Well, have I got good news for you. Now we have Elish Norn's Dental Enlargement Procedure. You can have complete dental security and have your pearly porcelain whites all over your body. And you can show the health of your bright red gums just the same way. All you have to do is head down to the Fair Basilica, straight past the surgical bay, and you too can have your porcelain pearls cover you entirely and show off your skills with a toothbrush. Elish Norn's Dental Enlargement Procedure. Come on down, experience the true ossification. more welcome back next up is news brews hey kit i can't help but notice a slight irregularity here in these notes why is my name in these notes because it's your turn first of all i feel like i should have been told secondly you're lucky i have a deck ready for this exact type of conversation of course you have a deck ready you're you're of course you have a deck ready. You're prepared for these sorts of things. And since you so conveniently have one, you know, 
go on and tell us about it. I'm sure the listeners already know who you are. At least I really hope the listeners already know who you are. We're not doing our jobs correctly if the listeners don't know who you are. I mean, we don't really talk about ourselves you all know much. You but... is, right? <laughs> as I've stated earlier in this exact episode, that we can't. This is not a two-way interaction with the listeners and ourselves. But to your request, uh, this deck is one that I think has become my most recognizable deck from uh, from when we stream on MT- on twitch.tv slash MTG Nexus. You can catch me there every other Saturday. I alternate with some other people. This is my Shadow Fog deck. It is a commander deck that runs Ishai, Ojutai Dragonspeaker, and Ravos Soultender as the commanders. They are probably the two least important cards in the entire deck. They're there for the colors, because I wanted this to be Esper colored. Well, come into my cooking lair and tell me what the recipe for success is with this deck. Well, uh, first of all, the fact that you're inviting me into your lair sounds horrendously suspicious. But, uh... The deck is called Shadow Fog because it does pretty much two things and it does them well. It plays creatures with a shadow and it plays fog spells or fog adjacent spells, mostly fog spells. Uh, Some strong examples of that are. Well, okay, so shadow creatures are by and large not good. And for any listener unfamiliar with the ability, shadow is an ability uh, akin to horsemanship, but somehow worse. <laughs> uh, because well, I say somehow worse horsemanship is amazing, but shadow creatures ca- cannot block or be blocked by creatures that do not have shadow, which is really good if you're on the attacking side of things, but really bad if you're on the defending side of things. So if you want to block a non-shadow creature, you can't block it with your shadows, which leads us to the fog spells. I don't have to block if I know they can't do damage. So you lurk in the fog, stalking your prey. What do you catch to make the meat of this deck with? Um, well, moving right past the unsettling phrasing there, uh, a lot of the shadow creatures are very straightforward. There's some that have some key abilities that may say... Uh, other shadow creatures do this, other shadow creatures do that. Some of them are quasi-removal, like Sultari Visionary, which is a 2-2 with shadow for 1 and 2 white, and if it damages any player, I can destroy an enchantment that player controls. Uh, Then there's the best shadow creature of all time, by miles and miles from Modern Horizons 2, Douthy Voidwalker, which is 2 black for a 3-2 with shadow, Already, just no other abilities listed. Already the best shadow creature in existence for costing power toughness. Uh, But it also says that if a card be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, instead I can exile it with a void counter on it, and I can tap and sacrifice Douthy Voidwalker to choose an exiled card an opponent owns with a void counter and play it without paying its mana cost that turn. Uh, There are also... <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> there are also a few uh, a few other ones that can power themselves up, like Soltari Crusader, which is a two on the shadow, but can give itself plus one plus oh if I pay mana. 
There are uh, some really subpar ones like Joda's Avenger, which for zero mana, I can give it minus one, minus one, and either double strike protection from red, vigilance, or shadow. It starts off as a four, four, and if I give it minus one, minus one twice, I can give it shadow and double strike, basically making it a four, four with shadow. Uh, Then, of course, there's the fogs, which... For anyone who doesn't know, Fog is actually a one-mana green spell that prevents all combat damage, but cards that do that type of ability are just colloquially known as Fogs, such as Endure, uh, which just prevents all the damage that will be dealt to me and permanents I control. There's Angel Song, there's Darkness, a, a whole bunch of them just straightforward. The damage will not happen. So if you use the Fog to blot out the sun... Then you need some fertilizer to grow your vegetables, which you use by tracing your opponent's creatures through the void and pulling them out and reusing them to create better things. So what vegetables do you have in your deck to go alongside the rest of this? Well, it's mostly recursion-based or trying to just be able to repeat myself as much as I can. Uh, For example, Immortal Servitude and Living Death are both fantastic cards to be able to get my creatures back when my opponents have inevitably board wiped, as any commander player knows, it's just going to happen. Board wipes are inevitable, they're going to happen, can't do anything about it. However, there is also the risk of of absolutely needing to block sometimes and you know if you don't have if you have shadow creatures you're probably not going to be able to block in most circumstances so the enchantment of Dalphi Embrace for two and a black is the solution to that problem you while it's on the board you can pay two black and give a target creature shadow till end of turn so basically you can make something you can change the nature of the card and, you know, make it work for yourself. There's also Pull from the Deep, which is a sorcery that lets you get one instant and one sorcery up to one instant, and up to one sorcery from your graveyard to your hand for four mana. Pretty solid card. Not not a bad, not a bad spell. So this all sounds quite exciting. And what do you have for dessert? <laughs> well, uh. I personally think that this one's pretty sweet. Not so much savory, though I do savor the moments when I get to use these cards. Uh, but there's there's two very different ways that I can go with this. The first is to have things that thematically fit the deck, but do not technically qualify as either Shadow or Fog. For example, there are Fog-adjacent abilities like Selfless Squire, which is a creature that enters the battlefield and prevents all damage that will be dealt to me. It's got Flash, and it also grows itself based on the amount of damage prevented at any time. Then there's Illusionist Gambit, which gets attacking creatures out of combat, untaps them, restarts the combat, and makes them go at a player who isn't me. There's Teferi's Protection, which doesn't fog, but it gets me out of the damage and my life total can't change. And there's Settle the Wreckage, which, again, doesn't technically fog, but there can't be damage dealt if the attacking creatures no longer exist. Uh, But the ultimate sweetness 
the ultimate spice for this deck is the addition of Isochron Scepter. Kit, I don't know if you know this about Fog Spells, and listeners, I don't know if you know this about Fog Spells. Yes, I know I can't hear you if you do know, but you can tell us in the comments. Hey, uh, most Fog Spells in, especially in white, are mana cost two or less. Which makes them perfect for Isochron Scepter, because that means that in addition to whatever cards are in my hand, at any given point, as long as I have at least two mana up, Isochron Scepter can prevent damage. It has made thing it has made this deck very difficult to deal with, and it's also a very good hate target. If I have something in my hand, I would rather keep on board long term. Isomalt Sugar looks very pretty, but it's not terribly edible in the end. <sighs> no, Kit Isochron. Isochron. But anyway, that takes us to the end of this news brew segment. Next up, our absolute favorite story so far this year, and the year is young, but this will hold the first place trophy for quite some time as far as good news. Wedge of the Mana Source has finally returned to making content regularly. A longtime and popular content producer, Wedge stopped making videos after experiencing some serious health issues. <clears throat> Sorry. On January 14th, we were all fortunate enough to see an announcement on his Twitter for his return to YouTube. His first video actually came out that same day. All of the Nexus team would like to offer our good wishes for his continued recovery, and we are delighted to see him back on the content waves. The content waves, Kit. You know, like surfing the net. Kit, how many times do we have to go over the fact that you keep complaining about my puns, the puns that I make, but not once have you complained about your own puns? I don't make puns? <sighs> We're going to talk about this after the show. But on that note... That's all for this edition. We'll see you next time. Same time, new news.